All right, we're recording. Uh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Texts. Yeah. Where we tape our group text and bring them to real life combo. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, a.k.a. We Got Grammys, a.k.a. We Got Credits, a.k.a. Producers Produce. Oh, yeah. So welcome back. It's been a little while. So this is uh, Love at First Smug and the Storyteller. So where can they find us? We on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google podcast and pod chaser on the interweb you can hit us up at on instagram and twitter at unlimited text pod and instagram and twitter unlimited text pod and if you want to shoot us a email with a questions comments question of the week unlimited text pod at gmail.com so the interweb we about to get up in this metaverse as soon as we figure out what it's all about yeah oh shit hit us up on the metaverse too yeah, as soon as we figure out how to make ourselves virtual, <laughs> make characters and all of that, we, we about to be on the metaverse. So anybody that knows anything about the metaverse, shout us out. Like, give us some information. You got any shout outs this week? I mean, anybody's birthdays or anything like that? I know you got something. Yeah, I just shout out to everybody. It's the holiday season. So it's a shout out to all our, our fans. They're, they're, fr- they're friends and family of our fans. Just everybody in the world, man. Oh, who is your crew? Yeah, the whole world's my crew. All right, so question of the week. Why do only 30% of millennials have best friends and 27% have no close friends and 22% have no friends at all? Is it social media? I really don't care, by the way, (laughs) why they don't have friends. Yeah, but I think it's a, I don't know, man. I think, so we'll talk about something later, like a shooting, but I don't know, man. I feel like people not having friends is a big is a big problem. Yeah. Well, we say it all the time. It's yeah. If you don't have any friends, like even also lifelong friends, right? That you've had um for a long time, it's a it's a problem. But when I say I really don't care, right. it's just like I don't know. I just feel like people got choices that they can make in life. And you either, you know, you kind of choose your friends or you choose to have friends or not have friends. Um, you know, is it is it really about mental health or anything like is it one of them situations? Like why I, I don't I don't know why people don't have best friends. Like millennials grew up in a time where you still go outside and you play games with people and you play right. sports and you have activities, you still go to school. It's not like we're in this situation right now with this particular generation where Everything they do is behind something virtual. You know, we just right. mentioned the metaverse. Like, that ain't even real. You can't even touch anybody on that. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I do sort of feel like, um, I do sort of feel like, it, well, obviously it's social media, right? Because, you know, even even the millennials, like, you don't have to go out. Like, we had to go outside to meet people, right? You don't have to go outside to meet people anymore, which... I think you're raising a generation of people who don't really know how to socially interact. Yeah, but millennials are, um, they're older. They're like close to our age. It's a generation yeah, right I'm, before us. Right, but I'm saying, but I'm still saying like as they get older, like I remember, 
I remember the first dude who I remember when I was in college was like, he met a girl online. And I remember how we was like, ugh, ugh, yeah, you met a girl online, yeah, that's ugh. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, like it's it's a whole campus full of women, yeah. Like, what are you like? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, ugh. like, and like, what woman would be online? They would want me to do like she's got to weigh four hundred pounds, huh? Or got to be like crazy. So that joke just seemed weird to us, right? And that was that was. But now, like, it's just it's just regular. Like, people just, they don't have to interact. And the thing about, to me, I think the thing about that is when you're able to meet somebody and you have, have those interactions online, it's like you don't you don't really know how to communicate with people because everything is like LOL. You know what I'm saying? Everything's abbreviated. Everything's such in short. You've never, like, really sat and actually had a conversation with somebody. Right, right. I guess, so I guess. Like, oh, so ahead. your best friend is somebody you met online, like who you don't even really know necessarily. I, I hear you, but I just think that the millennials are, they're closer to our generation. So they've had to uh, be in society similar to us. And, right. and, and maybe I just, you know, I'm, I'm uh, not as empathetic or, or seem, seem like I'm insensitive with this, to this because I'm, I'm, I'm more of an introvert anyway. Right. Um. But <laughs> for anybody to know you to hear you say that, boy, I'm definitely an introvert, hundred percent. Like I'm so comfortable being in my like in my in my element, right? Yeah, I I mean you know contrary to popular belief, I am. Shoot, I sat in the house for two years. <laughs> yeah, we all did. Right? <laughs> no, no, we didn't. Not all of us. <laughs> definitely not all of us. So, so. Let's let's go back. You seem like you had a pretty good argument on this, um, or whatever you want to call it. But mm. the question was about social media, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like if that played a big role in it. And 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 you said what you said, but like, um, thirty percent. Where are these <laughs> the the first thing I thought about is where is these numbers coming from? Right, right. Well, they say that they say did a survey. I think it was. I looked it up. I found the survey. I think it was only it was only they only surveyed like three thousand people or whatever. And how can you not have any friends? Twenty two percent like having zero friends. How can you just not have a friend at all? That does seem pretty impossible. But that's what I'm saying. But I wonder if they. But I I don't know. I almost feel like the question should be: Do you have a friend in real life? Because I feel like, you know, you have a friend. Like on the internet or something, but she was like, "Do you have twenty two percent have no friends in real life with no friends at all? Like everybody on on social media got a friend." I, I hear you. A young, a young. Hey, speaking of friends, man, this the this the this. We might not be able to do the show no more after this because this it won't be at the top the A Young. This this is the we can't we might have to eliminate the A Young from the whole show now because you'll never be at the top this A Young. This the A Young of the century. So yeah, you'll never be at the top this. But like I said, speaking of friends, I guarantee if one of these millennials that they surveyed last night opened up their Coinbase account. <laughs> and the joint had three commas on it. Uh, I guarantee they would have more than twenty-two percent of the people would have friends. 
Hey, man, many as they want. Many as they can buy with all them commas. So, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday in our group chat, Unlimited Text, we thought we hit it big. (laughs) I mean... It was it was unreal. It was like too good to be true, but still seemed like it could be just because right. I, I I I put nothing as a surprise anymore, right? Right, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, one of our friends in the group chat sent a screenshot and said, "Is this real?" So, on her screenshot, she sent something, and it was her Coinbase account, and her balance was fifteen billion dollars with a B. So. I've been trying to get a certain person to buy some popcorn for a fundraiser and they, they just wouldn't buy the popcorn for whatever reason. And so, you know, most of the group did, but this particular individual didn't. And so I responded back and said, well, at least you can buy some popcorn now. And I proceeded to congratulate and obviously ask, could I hold something? And then something told me, go check your Coinbase. Let's see if you have that same piece of cryptocurrency that this young lady had and check your Coinbase. So I look and Smug Dude's Coinbase account said three times that amount at $45 billion. So I'm not that smart. I only, I only counted two commas because I was like, there's no way it could be a B. And I told my wife it was million. And I called Tommy. And I said, bro, like, I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I don't know. I got $45 million in my account. So Tommy is, I guess, either on the way to work or coming yeah, home was, from work. Yeah, or, I was leaving. Yeah, I was leaving. Because he works now, y'all. Um, and so, <laughs> um, so, so <laughs> my man was about to crash his car, <laughs> texting and driving, trying to figure out how much money he had in his Coinbase account. So needless to say, I figured out during that call that I had $45 billion as opposed to $45 million. So how'd that make you feel last night when you saw uh, all those commas in your uh, in, in zeros and digits in your, in your uh, Coinbase account? Well, like I said, first of all, you sent me the screenshot and you said you had 45 million. And then I was like, I was driving. So I was like, well, hold on. I got to pull over. Cause I don't have coin. I don't check my crypto like that. Cause crypto is just whatever. So I don't have uh what's the name on my phone. So I was like, damn, but I do have Coinbase, but I don't, I don't know the passwords. I never signed into that junk. So you sent me your screenshot and that junk said 45 million. And I was like, hold on. That's actually common, as John. This actually is forty-five billion. Yeah. So yeah, I pulled over at that point, and I had to uh, I had to pull over and I had to jump into my Coinbase and see how much I had. And I think I had like twenty-nine billion in my account. And so, of course, the first thing you want to do in that situation is figure out how the hell do I transfer that to my bank account? How do we cash out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all I was saying. We was the cash me out kings. Yeah. Hey, you, so I was, <laughs> you remember first, I was like, let me transfer mine to you and you transfer yours. <laughs> well, first I was trying to sign in. They wouldn't let me sign in. So I was like, oh, they blocking me. Yeah, and they blocking me. They can get my bread. Uh, and then when I finally signed in, it was like, I was like, I was trying to, it's not, I'm saying cash out like it's like it's a slot machine, but I was like, I was like, sell, sell, sell. And that gentleman would not let me sell. Then I was like, then it said option to transfer it to someone else. 
And that's when I was like, yo, what's your number? Yeah, I'm about to try to transfer this job to you. Hey, I would have I would have been one of those people that didn't have any friends. If you would have said that to me, I, I would have been gone. Oh, I already told you, yeah. When you said you're gonna send it to me, I was like, we might not ever spoke again. So the article that I was reading today uh, from Forbes, it's a it's really actually a great headline. Coinbase glitch leads users to think they'd been uh, they'd struck it rich. Um, we were definitely those people. Users of our <laughs> cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase and crypto data provider CoinMarketCap uh, received uh, the surprise of their life on Tuesday afternoon when they checked their accounts and found enormous gains, uh, leading some to believe they become millionaires. In my case, a billionaire. Um, until the companies clarified on social media that it was a glitch. So I remember I found the fine print in there too, above your, uh, above the balance. It mm-hmm. said something to the extent that, that there was inflated values or something like that. Uh, right. and, and pretty much don't take it seriously. I mean, I was just like, man, it, there, there's, this might be really real. Like, no, here's, here's what happened though. It's like the, by the time it got to you and me, it was too late. But somebody had that joint open when that joint did that, and somebody made a transfer. You think somebody cashed out? Because they couldn't have caught the joint from the beginning, man. Like, somebody cashed out. So any of your friends who you don't hear from ever again, they might have cashed out on Coinbase. Rona? We still calling it Rona? Two years nah, later? It's that, it's that Omicron, yeah. We got we got a new name, yeah. Omicron. I heard they called it Omarion a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's what they were saying. That, that Bama went on Twitter and was like dancing. <laughs> like, oh come on, yeah. He was like, yeah, if that's what it's going to do, man, I'm going to do the Omar. I was like, come on, man. He monetizing like crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah, mm. damn pandemic. But yeah, man, Omicron, man, this, this thing going crazy, man. Like, it's crazy because they say that it's more, contain- more contagious but less dangerous. So I'm not sure how that works. But, but yeah, right now, man, Cornell University shut down when 900 people on campus got it. My Washington football team, we got 18 dudes now in protocol because of that jump. They had to postpone Chicago Bulls games. The Nets didn't have enough players, almost didn't have enough players. Cleveland Browns, they lost their starting quarterback and their head coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. I um Schools have been closing, high schools and stuff around here. Yeah, somebody texted me. They said it was an outbreak in uh, D.C. public schools. Yeah, yeah. And then also... um. Uh, a couple of Catholic schools around here, like my niece's school, they shut down. Okay. Um, there was a, a a super spreader event that occurred on uh, <laughs> Friday that I was supposed to attend. I'm so glad I ain't go. Um, there was a, a text message I got this morning uh, that stated t- uh, uh, basically one or more people have reported testing positive for COVID since Friday's mm-hmm. event, blah, blah, blah. So it was just like, man, this is crazy, man. We had a COVID scare too with my son. Did I tell you that? Nah. He he came up like coughing and very congested and right. it was it was bad for him. And so he had to leave school early. 
And so we ended up taking him and myself. We went to get a COVID test and we tested negative. That um, was his first test? That was his second time he's been tested. Okay. Um, And so he was fine. Like he was good. Right. And so I guess apparently also there's some sort of a, a like viral like cold or something like that going on. Uh, uh, out here, but yeah, Om- o- Omicron or Micron, however you say it, is definitely yeah. wreaking havoc because it's it's actually going through. It's breaking through. Yeah, that's the breakthrough yeah. one. Yeah, it's just, like I said, man. It's it's it's. I mean, you know, the gift and the curse of the junk is more people are getting it, but the death rates and stuff haven't been going up. You know, mainly because people being vaccinated and stuff. But I mean, yeah. It's like every time the chunk feel like it's about to be over, yeah. I swear to God, yeah. Like every time we like, yo, we at the end of the road, yeah. And then it was Delta. Now this jump. So, you know, I mean But we can't wait long enough though. Like, I don't know as how long as we, we can do this jump though, yeah. But we keep starting and stopping because right when we get to the end where it's almost done. Right. I mean, how many times have you heard people say, um, uh since COVID been over yeah. or, you know, um, they don't even mention the pandemic anymore. We still in a, in a, in a, in a world health crisis. Like, right. You right. Know, I, I'm moving around. Like I ain't going to sit here and act like a hypocrite. Like I'm not moving around. That's what um, I'm saying. You know, I'm going, I'm going to a football game tomorrow. Yeah? Well, 80,000 people. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about it a little bit. I mean, you know, hey, do do what you feel. You have the, the booster shot, so maybe you're okay. They said that the booster shot is doing a good job um, yeah. against this uh, this particular variant um, too, as well. But I guess, I guess what I'm saying is, is that we still have to uh, practice, excuse me, as best as we possibly can to keep doing the social distancing and wear the mask when you have to, and things like that, or when you're in a, in a setting where at least you feel comfortable. Like my rule is. If I can't contact trace you, I'm not trying to be around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm not in a group where I can contact contact trace, I'm then, laughing. At you. Then I, I can't I can't even do it. Like, no strangers around. So, smug, smug, fouch dog, man. Hey, I'm just saying. So if I if I end up getting COVID, at least I know where I got it from or where the source was. CDC part two. Yeah. Oh, she she is. Uh, it's bittersweet for her right now, boy, because she got a lot of good information she getting. She came in the house tonight talking about all kinds of stuff that's going on. I'm like, are you serious? This school is shut down, and this, this is and COVID is here, and a micron is here, and flying in this, and da, 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 da. And I'm just like, wow, it's just too much for me. It's crazy because Fouch Dog, he, he warned us. He said, y'all... Y'all gonna act ignorant on Thanksgiving. He's like, I'm telling y'all, just keep it, keep it low key on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Man, well, you know, California, y'all back with masks though, right? Yeah, indoor mask mandate as of as of today. Today, today went yeah as a day. So, and what is that gonna do for like restaurants and stuff? Or you can still eat eat eat. I guess I mean, I mean, honestly, I didn't even really know that we had taken away the indoor. Mask mandate, honestly, like I still wear a mask indoors. So I guess I didn't even really know that we had, we had experienced a change in rules, yeah. So it ain't it ain't changing me. I mean, I, I so I'm going to the game tomorrow, and but it's an outdoor stadium, I think. So I don't think I don't know. Well, they say outdoors, you're fine. Um, but right. I, I just would still, I still don't 
see how that works outdoors but not indoors i i still I, you know i get it but i don't understand it because if you especially like a game mm-hmm. like you side by side with someone and there's times where you turn and give somebody a high five or you touch right. a drink or the seat or you know like and, well, and, think, and you I cheering without the mask i think they've pretty much determined the, the whole touch thing you can't get it through touch no touch it's only through your your uh spit. yeah saliva. yeah yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's pretty much, you know, they don't really, I mean, they still tell everybody to wash their hands because, you know, people haven't been washing their hands until COVID came around. But, you know, I don't think, I don't think you got to worry about touching it. It's just, you know, you're in the stadium and, you know, like you said, people next to you. We went to the game because we went to the game early this year. It was, uh, it wasn't planned social distancing, but the stadium was job empty. <laughs> so we was all just kind of like spaced out, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, that was three months ago, two months ago. So, Oh, no, these know, arenas are jam-packed now. That's what I'm saying. This junk, this junk, a big game tomorrow. This, this junk got Pat Mahomes there, so I think this junk probably going to be close to a sellout. You know? Oh, Lord. So, it's yeah, a but, sellout. Um, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in the building now. I bet you are. I bet you are. You Mr. Invincible now. You got an S on your chest. You know, yeah, had, like, you a pro, man. Yeah, seventy five thousand COVID tests. And- yeah, 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 yeah. I can tell. I can tell them now. They stick the junk on my nose. I'm like, yeah, I ain't got it. I'm good. You all Y'all can just tell. take the test. Like, yeah, I just yeah, I'm good. Y'all straight. Monday, I actually had to get two. I got a I got a PCR test and a rapid test on Monday. I had to get two tests on Monday. Oh wow! Because I had to get a PCR test for work, and then I had to go on another show. So. I- Rapid test to walk onto that set, so I got like two tests within like twenty minutes of each other. And huh. Jones, they still be doing Jones so different. Like the one dude, he just stuck the junk in my nose and he like pressed it against the inside of my nose for like five seconds. They that's twirl. The, first time, the that's one... first time anybody ever did that without like like moving it around. He just pressed it against the inside of my nose. The ones that I've taken so far, they kind of tw- uh, uh, twirled the. Uh... The sh- yeah, that's, that's, that's the first time that anybody he just pressed it. He was like, "Yeah, just don't move. I'm just gonna press it." And I was like, "All right, this joint actually is better." But hope he know what he was doing. Oh wow! So you got a false negative then? Oh, well, I'm just saying, you know, everybody, you know, listen. If we bore the COVID, imagine being a dude that got to do the COVID test. Maybe like I'm gonna try something new today. Yeah, like add some excitement to my COVID testing life. Yeah, we I we had to pay. Um, so typically they're free right. for the uh, PCR, but the rapid ones, we, they yeah. they charged a hundred and hundred thirty five dollars per. Is that right? Or they yeah, get that sounds, about, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. They now they yeah. If you want the rapid jump, because I because I get them for free too. If you want like the rapid, like if you got to go somewhere, you need a quick result. I think them jumps are like a hundred hundred and twenty five to hundred and seventy five. Yeah, we paid one thirty five for uh for each. So it was like two two seventy out of pocket. Damn. But I mean, we had to do it. Yeah, yeah, you wanna know. Yeah, I really wanted to make sure that my son didn't didn't have COVID and obviously if he had it, we were gonna probably get it. Plus you had forty five billion in the bank, yeah. So what's what's two hundred seventy dollars, yeah? I mean to, to a baller like you, you know, what's what's two seventy, yeah. No, it's exactly. That's the point, but I wanted to make sure that everything was going to be okay so we can enjoy it. We could cash yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh well, two, four, four. Speaking of cashing out, yeah. Speaking of cash, I was just gonna say, speaking of cashing out, a Texas man uh, convicted and sentenced to nine years in prison after obtaining one point six million in PPE loans. Uh, so he bought a Lamborghini, yeah, Rolexes, and spent thousands of dollars at nightclubs in Houston. <laughs> so all of a sudden, you just came up. The thing, I, the thing. I mean, this is. I mean, this has happened numerous times. And the thing, I think, I just. Why can't people just lay low? <laughs> like I just. Like you got a, you got away with one point six. Like you probably could have got away with it. If, you ain't have no business, and all of a sudden you had a Lamborghini Rolex. Like if everybody knew you didn't have a job, then all of a sudden you just pulled up next week with like a Lambo and like Rolexes on both of your arms. Yeah. Somebody going to be like, yo, well, how did that happen? Yeah. Well, all right. So, I, so a couple questions I have, I wonder if there was a whistleblower. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, or if they really audited it. And then secondly, you know, I just had 45 billion. Right. And 1.6. No, that ain't really a lot of money. Not 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 the way we live in. Not 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 the way that we live in. For 1.6 million to a, a, a cat that had 45 billion in his bank yeah, account for like chilling, two, yeah. two three hours. And we ain't we ain't buy no Lamborghinis and Rolexes, you know? We we ain't do that with our with our billions. So a Lambo is what, like three hundred thousand, two fifty right. or something like that? Yeah. And then Rolexes, they the ones that he probably bought, fifty thousand or so. Right. Like so, he spent pretty much all of his money on a car and some right. watches. Right, and the rest went to and bottle service. The, and the rest went to the strip clubs. Yeah. Uh, honey pepper, what is it? Uh, <laughs> lemon pepper wings. Yeah, yeah, Lou Will. Jeez, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You gotta just, you gotta, you gotta stay low. I think. Um, but I'm just wondering if there was a whistleblower in his situation. <laughs> Washington's go to white, so you know how that go. I'm saying that's what this is all about, right? So a couple weeks ago, there was a uh, the latest school shooting in America. Uh, it was in Michigan, north of north of Detroit. Four people were uh, four people were killed, and you know, again these. It's not even, it's weird. It's like it's news, but then it's only news for a couple of days because, hey, these things happen, you know, multiple times a year in, in America. The only, the only country in the world where these these kind of things happen on a consistent basis. But anyway, this one uh, is, is a lot going on with this one because the morning of the shooting, the teacher came across a note on the desk of the shooter that contained a, contained a drawing of a gun pointed and words that said the thoughts won't stop. Help me. So the teacher reported it to, you know, the school. School took him out the classroom. School called the parents. Parents came in. Conversation, conversation. He was returned to the classroom. And not too much later, he uh, murdered four people at the school. So there's been a lot of discussion, obviously, of, you know, how the school handled that. And the parents um, were actually charged with involuntary manslaughter. Uh, and they were actually on the run for a couple of days. It was like a manhunt for the parents because there's questions of 
when and where they bought him the gun. And then there was a text message from the mom to him after she left the school when they visited him and basically was like, man, you just got to don't get caught. Now, it doesn't appear she was saying don't get caught when you shoot up the school, but it appears she was saying don't get caught doing those crazy drawings and stuff. But, you know, it's tough because, you know, the parents obviously, you know, it's like, do you, it's like, do you suspect something like that of your kids? But you can't really think that's going to happen, right? Like, you might think a dude's a little crazy. You might think he might have a few issues, but you can't really think that's going to happen. But for the, for the teacher and for them to have met with the parents, like, I can't even imagine the emotion that the teacher's feeling. And I don't know if they met, doesn't say whether they met with a counselor or the principal or whatever. But anyway, some of the parents of the kids that died or even injured have filed a $100 million lawsuit against the school district and superintendent and principal. They're saying for, you know, allowing this to happen and allowing this kid to stay on campus. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's, it's very, um, I'm speechless. I you know I go back to the fact that I think about my kids being in that situation, right? How out of control I would be, especially if I knew that, um, you know, someone's parent bought the gun, obviously, and allowed the kid to bring it to school, but also knew that it was at school, right? That's um, that's unforgivable, um, in in that, in that situation, and then uh. The thing is, is that the, the parents actually, like like we said, the parents bought the gun. Right. Gave it to the child. Child got, you know, uh, uh, went through a situation where he wrote everything that you mentioned about help and all that kind of stuff. They came to the school and my man still got to keep the gun in school. And right. And, and it was a situation like you mentioned where they said, don't, don't get caught. Meaning like basically like, I'm all right with you having the gun at school, but just don't get right. caught with it. Right, right. And don't do anything stupid. Right. And so, like, I I'm, I get, like, if you hunting, you right. know what I'm saying, and you, you, your parents buy you a rifle or something like that because, you know, you're going to use it in the woods when you're going hunting with your family or your boys or whatever, whoever you hunt with. But to bring, a, you know, to, to buy a pistol or a firearm or something like that for your kid and have mm-hmm. them bring it to school. What sense does that really make? You know, no right. matter what your rights are, <laughs> no matter what your rights are, use some discretion. Like there was no way well the kid ain't supposed to have a gun anyway. He's not of age right. to have a gun. Right. And then number two, you bought the gun and gave it to him and then let him bring it to school. And I have no idea how they just, when he wrote help on there, with the drawings, how that even got past anybody? Well, it didn't. I mean, the teacher, the teacher made the, you know, the teacher brought to everybody's attention. I mean, they, the parents literally came to the school, you know, like somebody knew that wasn't right. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how did it even get that far? Like, they had the information before it even happened. I mean, I guess when the, I mean, you know, I, I you know, that's the thing. I mean, that's what's going to come to find out what this conversation was with the parents in the school, but. You know, I mean, I, you know, I mean, when the parents come in, like, do you, you want to give them the benefit of the doubt? 
like the parents came to the school, like, are you giving them the benefit of the doubt on them being like, nah, he all right. Yeah, yeah, you do give them the benefit of the doubt, but my man put it in writing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he put it in writing, and so maybe it, he could have just said it, it, it. I didn't mean it that way. It was something mm-hmm. else and kind of talked his way out of it. Right. But that was, you know, that was. we weren't in the situation, so I guess it's hard to say. But, like, I mean, that was it. That was the clue right there. That was, that was yeah. the, ma- the major uh, clue. And if someone else brought it up, that meant that it was a very serious situation. If, you, if your gut tells you that it's bad, then it's likely right. it's likely not a good situation. Well, I wonder. I wonder. Well, I guess in high school you go to like different periods and stuff. But I wonder the teacher was like, "Y'all brought him back into my classroom." You know what I'm saying? Like, I know she like I t- or he. I told you, right? Yeah, <laughs> like I yeah. told y'all. Yeah. But they're, um, you know, they're trying to uh, introduce legislation in Michigan um, uh, for these, you know, for gun laws. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, they've been trying to do it for a long time. But, uh, you know, Safe Gun, Safe Kids Act will require mm-hmm. gun owners to secure firearms away from a child if there's potential access to them. It would impose a penalty of up to five years in prison time for parents if a child injures themselves or others or uses the firearm in the commission of a crime. I can't find one thing wrong with that. You th- you see anything wrong with that? Nah. Like it's a child, they shouldn't really have a what do you need a gun for as as, right. as a minor anyway? I mean, it's your right to bear arms, right? right. But it's, why does a kid need a gun? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean it's part of like you know, it's going to be a really big interesting case with these parents being charged with involuntary manslaughter and seeing what responsibility they're going to hold for this situation. Because like you said, buying the gun and, you know, no, I don't know, you know, I always say it's those those situations where you see somebody get killed and the, and the mother standing outside and be like, they, they ain't never hurt nobody. And everybody's like, they, they hurt a lot of people. Yeah. Like we all we all know what Day Day was doing out in these streets, yeah. And it's like, like I said, like, do you are you worried that the, the dude this guy maybe got some issues and maybe ain't got no friends? But you're not thinking like he gonna shoot up a school though. I mean, but that's a chance though. That's the whole point. Like, why else right. would he need the gun? Like, you know, maybe he was getting bullied at school or something, right? right. But even that, you can't. If he getting bullied at school, you can't buy him a gun to deal with a bully. At That's school. my whole point. Right. So right. like I could see like if a kid took a gun to school because of something like that, because they wanted to retaliate or protect themselves or something. I'm not saying it's right, but like I can't think of any reason that that warrants a child, a kid to be able to bring the gun uh, to bring the gun to school. Right. And then most parents like, you know, I we was considering getting a, getting a firearm for you know, for the household or whatever, for protection. And right. I was just like, man, I don't know, because I don't even like guns. I'm a, I'm afraid of them. I mess right, around right. and shoot myself. Like, I just, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just don't feel that confident with them. And it's the, the other piece of the argument is where are we going to store it? Because we definitely don't want the kid to find it and get curious and end up, you know, shooting one of us by accident or shooting themselves. Mm-hmm. Or taking it to school to show off to say, "Hey, look, look what I found." Right. You know what I'm saying? Because kids will do anything. 
and he they they he you know might have good intentions behind it but it could turn out to go to you know to turn against us and go sideways and so i believe it's our fault that's why we as parents we lock the guns up and that's why we think about it these decisions before we make them on whether we should buy them or not so one of the things in the aftermath of this shooting is there have now been a a few kids who have now been expelled or kicked out of school you know one of them they said specifically was like an artist who was creating um he was like trying to you know he was trying to make like his own kind of comic book you know he was like his his goal was to make his own comic book so some of the comics you know had people getting killed had people getting murdered and somebody in the school you know told on him and he got expelled because it had some you know graphic art so now people are saying what's going to happen if uh, i guess this is the the gift and the curse of this now is like now that people are like more aware of these type of situations like now more people going to be like yo like what's this dude doing kind of situation you know i mean i i think you check them but either you got a gun or you don't have a gun like in this situation the kid had a gun right the, you know the one that just shot the school up so right like you mentioned like you got to give people the benefit of the doubt at the end of the day but they should question the kid and they should mm-hmm. really check him, check his backpack, check whatever it might be, because that's probable <laughs> cause, I would assume, right? Right. Um, you know, you just can't be coming up in here doing that, doing that crazy stuff like that, and and not expecting that you're gonna pay the consequences for it. But <laughs> like, I think that might be a little extreme. I think you should right. you should question it and, and and check into it. But you shouldn't get expelled because you drew a gun. I don't think. Right. I, I mean, I would have a problem with that, but right. But in this situation, like it was, it was my man wrote help on the paper. Right, right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, that was the key word. Is he wrote right. help? So I, man, bro, I don't, I don't know. I just know. I'm glad. Uh, I just, just glad I don't have a gun and I don't have to worry about that situation. Yeah. But I'm just uh, afraid for my kids being in school and have to go through a situation like that. Right, right. So we don't really have a second segment for this one. <laughs> it's this all week, you. This week. I don't even know if it's all me. We're going to just go back and forth on this. And we trying to figure out what this metaverse is, ladies and gentlemen. We thought we, we had made it. We was going to build one because... You know, Tommy had what twenty five billion or whatever uh, it was. I'm, 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 I'm you screenshot your thing. You like I oh, had yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. It was here. Y'all oh, nah, owe nah, me. No, no, no. At some point, I'm I'm bringing a lawsuit against. I'm bringing a lawsuit against them. Yeah, for 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 hurting my heart. Yeah, it was here. It was here. Yeah. And uh, so I had forty five billion. Let's just say you had forty five billion. We had ninety billion dollars to build us a new metaverse. No. I had twenty eight billion eight hundred twenty six million three hundred and four thousand four hundred and fourteen dollars and sixty eight cents. They at least could have given me the sixty eight cents. So, I I've been watching my 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 kids right, my daughter mm-hmm. specifically, and my son actually. So, they spend real money, right, to buy fake money, 
<laughs> so like you know they're playing 2k and all these games right. now and they have these virtual coins right so they're they're spending an upwards of fifty dollars right hundred dollars whatever it is of real money mm-hmm. to buy money that they can use to spend on these video games it's that that i we do it just because that's what they do to keep themselves entertained Right. But that didn't really never sit well with me. Right. Like, and then this Roblox game that the kids play where they build like uh, characters and they build these houses. I was cool with that because I'm like, all right, cool. Then my daughter likes this game. She could become an architect or whatever it might be. She okay. could have some dreams and aspirations of owning a big house and a big car or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, they in this virtual world and, 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 they're pressed to get this money right. because they ran out of money and they don't have enough money to complete the wall that they was <laughs> building on their house or to finish installing the swimming pool, right? Or to get new hair for their character or something like that, right? So I, I'm envisioning this whole metaverse thing is what it's about. And the, the icing on the cake and what made me think about this today, I had this conversation with you, is Nike is in the game, bro? Nike has a a, a, a shoe company deal mm-hmm. to sell sneakers in the metaverse. So, but how, are them just like the real Nike prices? I don't know. Uh, like if you, you got to pay one hundred and ten or one seventy five for some shoes that you wear in the metaverse. They probably are though because I I I spend fifty dollars on these virtual coins, right? So that my son can increase his speed of one of his players, or to buy to right, to right. buy shoes, right? To 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 uh make different types of shoes and, and to buy different types of uniforms or to purchase a headband for his player or a wristband or something like that. Right. And so I don't know the prices of these Nike shoes, but Nike has a shoe deal um, with a company to sell shoes in this virtual world. So, we about to be in the metaverse. What we gonna sell in the metaverse? <laughs> we gonna do. We gonna be sitting there doing our podcast in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah, in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. I ain't best. I don't know nothing about it, but I don't know nothing about crypto either. That's why, you know, when I had twenty eight billion, I thought it was real. Yeah, because I know some people that have literally now, you know, that have been like, yeah, you know, I put like five hundred in that junk, and now that junk worth like six point eight million. I'm like, see, I thought my little bit of money had turned into. But yeah, I'll, again, you know, just metaverse. Just no people ain't gonna have no no friends, yeah. They just gonna be in the metaverse buying Nikes. I know. I'm just like, I want to like uh, embrace it, sort of. But then I'm just like, how is this even remotely possible? This is where we've come to. Yeah. That we living in a world now that that make believe and fake is is okay. Right. Like. How, what kind of human interaction at all is there in the metaverse? Well, that's what I'm saying. Hey, bro. That's my point. They ain't got. That's why they ain't got no friends. Yo, they got Meta Mask. 
<laughs> you wearing a mask <laughs> in the metaverse, Joe. So nobody knows who you are here, the metaverse. But, but nah, how you gonna catch COVID in the metaverse, dog? <laughs> just a, hey dog, just imagine if they start doing that, like where you can get like diseases and stuff like that in the metaverse. Yeah. You know what's gonna be going on in the metaverse, man? Man, that's probably what COVID started was the metaverse, right? Oh no, no, it was five G, remember? Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. My you, bad. you can't no COVID was five G. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah. You you remember that, don't you? Yeah, oh no, nah, I definitely yeah, five G. So you don't want to talk. You don't want to talk about the metaverse with me, huh? You just uncomfortable. I don't, I, like I said, man, I, I got real friends in real life. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that metaverse. So man. your real friends in real life haven't been talking about the fact that they're gonna miss you when the metaverse comes. Nah, not one of them. Yeah, not twenty two percent of them. Nah, not one of them. Yeah. Oh no, man. Well. We're going to get off the metaverse and we're just going to go no no check for Nick. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah. Yeah. So this week goes to Laura. I ain't gonna say her last name, but she already on blast. But so yeah, she applied for a social security card in her daughter's name. And the reason she did that was well, they said the main reason she did it was because she wanted to meet young men. And uh she needed that ad she needed an ID to say she was 22. But then once she got that uh ID and she started dating, you know, younger men. Then she was able to uh, get a, uh, what did she do? Then she started trying to go to college. And then she said, hey, I'll go to college. Then she took out some student loans. So she took out $25,000 in student loans in her daughter's name. So, yeah, she was living her best life. Yeah, She was getting banged out by younger men oh. at <laughs> $25,000. In cash, uh, student loans, uh, she was really going to college. Uh. She was in Missouri, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, man! Like I was reading this thing earlier, and it says she got she got Pell grants. Yeah, she, she went hard. All kinds of stuff. Uh, money from the bookstore. She had a job, yeah. Like she really, <laughs> she really Wellington parked into like she was a college student. Yeah, took like, on a whole she, new identity. But the funny thing is, the reason they said she started was because she wanted to date younger men. But then she was like, well, hold up. Now that I got this ID, I can do other things with my life. Yeah. That that's that's comes from thirst. <laughs> but I just I just wonder like if she's like her daughter was 22, she's like say 45, 46, right? They said she's 48. 48. Okay, so is she a 48-year-old woman and she had the she at the frat party, and some dude like, damn. Damn, you look kind of old. She's like, no, 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 no. ID says I'm 22, baby. He was like, all right, cool then. Yeah, like she's pulling out her ID for youngins at the club at, at the at the frat party. Yeah. Oh my god, they got pictures of her. Uh, oh, yeah, she she got yeah, all that, types of pictures. They calling her yeah. cougar, like. <laughs> yeah, that, that ID would not have got made nobody think she was really 22. That's all I'm gonna tell her. Yeah. Laura Oglesby, man. Oh. My bad. Why you ain't say her name anyway? 
Uh, well, you know, I, I guess I should. It is public, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, definitely Laura, public. Laura, Laura Oglesby, yeah, she out there living her best life, yeah. Wellington Park. Well, take us away, man. We we we've, we've gone from from being billionaires, yeah, to uh, living in the metaverse, yeah, to we might be able to get uh, social security cards in the metaverse <laughs> and, and, and live in the metaverse and go to school and get student student loans and all kinds of stuff. So who knows? Hey man, be be a problem solver, not a problem finder. So if your account says you got twenty eight billion, try to solve that problem as quickly as possible. <laughs> and if you can't take care of your family and life because your twenty eight billion disappeared. Take care of them in death. Get you some life insurance. Relationships. Build relationships before you need them. DNA. You know, why you do what you do, who you would let down if you didn't succeed. Have a plan. Pull up the motor case. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. 